This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm really excited about this week's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Angie and Gina all about how to use moment-driven photography in the wedding industry. We chat about what exactly is moment-driven photography, how wedding photographers can start to incorporate this into their body of work and slowly start attracting these types of clients. And also how by using moment-driven photography, it can actually help you stand out in a sea of wedding photographers. A little bit about the duo is that they're located in Boston, Massachusetts and believe that capturing moments rather than manufacturing images is the secret to an authentic, booming photography business. It's a really interesting topic and I really love chatting with the ladies and I'm so happy that they're with us today. Also, before we start today's show, I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. Are you feeling stuck in your business and thinking about working with a coach? I'd love to help. Each month I offer one-on-one coaching sessions for wedding photographers to tackle whatever is overwhelming you. Whether it's help with your website, your social media and marketing strategy, to the ins and outs of running your own small business. I can help you take the overwhelm out of your everyday and help you focus on your next steps to achieving your goals. If you're just starting out or a few years in and looking for a coach to help guide you in the right direction and help keep you accountable, let's chat. Visit www.twitchinae.com and click on the work with me button in the menu to find out more and schedule your discovery chat today. All right, you guys, let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have two wonderful guests on the line today. Gina and Angie, can you say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. Hi, I'm Angie. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm really um, I'm excited to dive into this topic about moment-driven uh, photography. I think it's such a, a cool concept. And as a wedding photographer, I'm very uh, excited to pick your brains about it. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Yeah. So let's tell everybody um, a little bit about you, um, how you guys got started, and, and tell us a little bit about your companies. Yeah. So I'm Gina. Um I started doing weddings after studying documentary photography and sort of jumped in to weddings sort of by chance and really fell in love. And me and Angie ended up living in the same city after I moved over and we sort of met through the photography world and really had a strong connection based on, you know, the moment driven and approach. It's really about, you know, capturing the the real moments that are full of emotion. And so after, you know, being photography friends and like helping each other with our businesses, we decided to 
create this course to really empower other photographers to embrace an approach that they're really excited about and find clients that are really excited about it too, to sort of create this business and therefore life that's really like fulfilling and passionate, but also, you know, sustainable and allows you to have the lifestyle you're, you're looking for. Yeah, I would just add that um, I think Gina and I were both surprised that independently, like our businesses ended up focusing on the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that we realized was sort of the defining thing for us and like really setting us apart from other photographers in the area. And the reason we were doing so well and attracting great clients with like really good connections. Um, and we just saw we didn't really have a lot of problems that we saw a lot of other photographers having. Um, and we just felt like, you know, this, it's the style of photography and it's really a great match between like having, you know, client photographer, um, I guess I would just say like, it's ideal clients. Like when you, when you figure out who your ideal client is and you can serve them really well, then, um, that's how you get your business and your life back. (laughs) Right. Um, So yeah, that's, uh, and I think we were just both surprised that that was working so well for both of us. And that's sort of why we decided to create the program um, because we were just so passionate about it. And we feel like other people should also be as happy with their businesses and their art. Yeah, no, I love this. Oh, I can't wait to chat. So when did you guys come together and create the course? Like how long ago was it? Last year. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Yeah, a little about a year and a half ago now. Yeah, so we had come up with the idea right before COVID really took hold, and that's when. Uh, so it was sort of, it was actually really good timing in a way because it sort of gave us this the extra space to work on it. Although, um, you know, it had its own complications, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, it was sort of. Uh, really for me it was like a really awesome thing to work on when during this whole um, COVID lockdown process and all that uncertainty and it really solidified like you know the the importance of this approach that it's all very much connection human focused and it was sort of a, a good time to revisit that you know during a time when people were lacking that does that make sense yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. I feel mm-hmm. sometimes I look at COVID and for me personally, I've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. Like it was a gift, like the gift yeah. of time. And, you know, it was something that we'll probably never, hopefully in our lifetimes, get back yeah. <laughs> like a year, a year off, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, it didn't come out, come without its trials and tribulations, but at the end, or cause now I'm like so busy, but it was it was a gift a gift of time, you know. Yeah. So I'm excited to dive in. So let's talk about what you guys mean by moment driven photography. What can you explain that um, to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So moment. What we mean by moment driven photography is that it's the those authentic moments that are happening naturally without your interference that you're capturing. So moment driven photography is very much about documenting what's truly happening in the moment and authentically. So, you know, I, I kind of interchange like moment driven and documentary photography, but in essence, what it is, is getting these, you know, real, the real story that's happening in an un 
composed or unscripted way. Mm -hmm. So you're just kind of letting the events naturally unfold in front of you. Yeah. And I think, you know, a big part of a lot, like creating that, that a big part of allowing that to happen, I should say, is allowing people to feel really comfortable so that people are themselves and do naturally unfold in front of you, whether it's a session or a wedding, really creating the environment where they forget about the camera. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of just say that um, quick summary would be like allowing the interaction and the connection between couples and their friends and family to really um, dictate the storytelling and really make that the focus of the day, as opposed to just um, really beautiful portraits or details. Mm -hmm. So what if like, as a photographer, as a wedding photographer, like what if they're in terrible light? Like, would you move them or you would just still capture it? <laughs> it depends on the situation. <laughs> like, it depends on the situation. Um, if I, I feel like I'm, it's very important for me that the, ex the experience for me is so important. For, so let's say if a client is, if a bride is having like, a really significant moment with somebody, I'm not going to interrupt that. I'm going to move myself and figure out the light, like regardless. Mm -hmm. um, if they are doing their, if it's the two, if it's the couple and it's sort of the portrait session time and we're sort of taking a walk, I'm going to, you know, make sure that they're in awesome light while they have their natural interactions. Right. But for a lot of the day, even if people are in terrible light or I, I will stick with that moment and work around it with, so I don't have to interfere. Right. But there is times when it is okay to do so. Does that make sense? So let's say for instance, like, uh, you know, I'm trying to like an example of like, if there's just like, you know, you're in the getting ready location and there's like, let's say the bathroom door is open and there's this like, it's very distracting. Like I might shut that door, but I won't necessarily interrupt the moment. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 What about you, Angie? You might feel, Angie might feel differently about it. No, I think uh, it's important to know what you're photographing. And if this is, you know, the, the, groom's mom comes up to like, you know, give the groom a hug right after the ceremony. And they're like crying and laughing together. Like you don't say, Oh, please move over here. Like you, you just let that go. And you, you find a way to work your angles to still get the moment and hopefully like avoid as much of the harsh light as you can, or, uh, you know, embrace it and work with it. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah sometimes yeah. just you have to embrace the harsh light. You're like, well, it's full, full sun. This is what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I try to come at it from an angle of like, that is part of the story, you know? So how can, how can we like move ourselves to, you know, elevate the image as much as possible with, with the restrictions that happen, you know? Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned a little bit before about details now, you know, for weddings and being published and the brides and stuff like that, like details are important to them, but do you guys photograph the details or, or is that something where if you see the dress, you'll photograph it, but will you style it? Like, let's dive into that a little bit. Yeah. I take a very much approach of like the details are part of the story, but I like to capture them with 
as in that context. So for instance, like, um, I like to get the bouquet while it's in their hands and she's walking, or, you know, I like to get, you know, someone holding the menu in their hands while they look at it at the reception, or I really like to go for more of like the ambiance of the reception, like decor rather than photographing the centerpiece and, and sort of a stylized way. Um, so, you know, I really like to get like the establishing shots and show the environment and get people using these personal touches that they thought about. Um, but yeah, like I'll kind of get the dress wherever it's hanging up. And, you know, you know how sometimes there's like a sheet or a towel under the dress, depending, or I think that for me, that's like part of the story, you know, mm-hmm. but this, again, this is about finding ideal clients that would also appreciate that. Yeah. So a lot of my clients, like, you know, that's, they, they know that that's what I'm, what I'm after and they appreciate that too, you know? So once in a great while, I might have someone that wants um, personal details photographed a little bit more because I work with a lot of creatives that maybe like have hand painted like their own signs and stuff like that. Um, but I still like to get them in a context of like the sign within the environment and maybe their friends looking at the sign, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a little conversation with the client beforehand um, I, makes a big difference. And um, I would say, like, I haven't I haven't stylized a dress in quite a while um, unless the client really asks for it. Um, and that for me, that makes a big difference. And I usually I do a lot of albums with couples, and I would say, like, I don't remember the last time I put a photo of a dress hanging in the album. Like that is quickly to be replaced with the bride getting into her dress. Right. Um, and I think usually when you just talk to them about like what's important, what do you want to do and where do you want to spend the time and how do you want to be present during your wedding? Um, uh, they, they usually get that right away and they're pretty excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And that kind of goes into the, my next question is, you know, how can you use uh, moment driven photography? You know, how do you educate your clients through, you know, the first call through the wedding day, like what is sort of your process to make sure that they're a good fit and they understand what their gallery is going to look like and what you will and maybe won't do like what, maybe just walk us through that a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is really having a clear message. So right when they go on your website, they get a instantaneously, they're getting a good idea of what your work is like, what your approach is and what you're all about. We really encourage people to, you know, make a, make a mission statement and like, look at that. And when you're putting together your portfolio to really make sure every image is, is like, you know, communicating that. And similarly with like every, all your website copies, you know, to make sure that your message is very clear. So it's either going to resonate with people or it's not, but when it does resonate with them, it's, it's really powerful. And then when we, we'd love to get our clients on the phone and we really like hear them out and hear what they're looking for and then let them know how we're going to meet their needs while staying true to ourselves. And that's, you know, oftentimes people have a really good sense of how I work just by visiting my website. And then when we chat, we really make sure that that they're comfortable with me and that we have, you know, a connection and, and just sort of getting the details. So I think it's really important that first, like right when they, see your work and hear about you that they really get a understanding and they'll, you know, I want 
want them to have that moment of, ah, this is what I've been looking for. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that, uh, sorry, I had a thought and it's, it's kind of lingering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I just going to say? It'll come back to you. It'll come back. <laughs> but I think it's, a, I, I like that you, you talk to your clients on the phone, potential clients and ask them what's important to them and, you know, what, maybe what resonated with your work and why they felt a connection to it and making sure they're a good fit. You know, you wouldn't want to have someone who wants everything styled perfectly and then totally Absolutely. disappointed. And you're like, well, that's not what I do. I always tell my, my coaching clients, like you have to make sure that it's a fit because you either want to attract or repel. And exactly. the, yeah, the people that come through your door, you, you want to make sure that you guys are going to be a good match for each other. Yeah. And even through the process, I like to, you know, eventually once we start working together, I make like a photo specific timeline and really educate them about time and even the formals and really, you know, making sure that everybody's on the same page, expectations are understood from both sides, you know, and my, once I started really getting my ideal clients, there was such a shift because they just completely trusted me to to really just capture their story and it became so much more fun for me and so such a better experience for them and the photos were better because I could really get into you know as an artist I think you really working intuitively is really important and when people trust you and just give you that that space to yes do your thing you you make so much better work you know love that I was gonna add um so basically spending a lot of time with them, um, sort of, cause you mentioned like what you do and what you don't do. And I find what's really helpful is really focusing on what, what you get a lot of pleasure out of what you're excited to photograph. And, um, if they are a good fit, they're going to feel that enthusiasm and like it or they won't. Um, and then I often like in the conversation, we'll ask them like, how does that feel to you? How does that sound? And that gives them the opportunity if they are hesitant, they are unsure because they want something much more stylized, then they can ask that there. Um, and if it's something that's not like, if they want to be, if they want to be stylized, then I'd be like, that's your opportunity to sort of say like, you know, this might not be the best idea. Or if it's something that they're like, yes, I love everything about it. Then you can keep moving forward with and know that you're, you're a good match. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving them a little bit of a self opting out. You know, I like that question. Is this what you're thinking? Does this feel sound good to you? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You want them to be like, no, or yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, how can people listening who are like, this is me, this is, you know, what I want to do. You know, how can moment-driven photography help you stand out as a photographer? You said it, you know, you've said it a couple of times where it really changed the trajectory of your business. Like, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah, I think, you know, by, I think beyond moment-driven, I think, you know, moment-driven is really authentic to us. And, and I would say, as well as being moment-driven, I think staying true to yourself and photographing in a way that you're excited about is automatically going to make your images more unique because you, everybody is unique individual. So if you can really let that shine through, your images are going to stand out even from other moment driven photographers. So that like my, I, my big message there would just be to, 
to really create work that you're passionate about. And that's going to, that, that unique style is going to shine through and it's going to resonate with people that are interested in that. And those are going to be your ideal clients. You know, I mean, I know I'm making that sound simpler than it is, but um, I think if you can always sort of, when you're looking at your work and when you're photographing, just have that in the back of your mind. Cause I think it's a, it's a really good way to sort of guide you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the big thing is really just like when you're when you're photographing something you're really passionate about and you're able to communicate that passion either like starting with your website and then with your phone call or however you're communicating. The client can always feel that enthusiasm, that joy, um and I I think that really helps set you apart um, because I, I definitely think there's a big difference between someone who's excited and loves learning about the family, the connection and that sort of thing um and someone who's just like yeah, we, well, I guess like just sort of like running through the regular script, like the, I, ju- I just feel like you can really sense a difference um, between someone who's passionate and someone who isn't. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, you know, you mentioned before sort of making a mission statement, maybe updating your website, you know, how can you use it to brand yourself as a moment driven photographer and, and, and really start attracting those clients? Yeah. And I think a lot of that is about being pretty ruthless when you go through your portfolio. <laughs> um, you know, you're going to, you're going to have images that you might like, but if they don't really, if they don't, aren't really sending your message clearly, then they're cluttering everything up and they're confusing your clients, you know? So you might have like, you know, a beautiful portrait that, you know, you did compose and you really love it. But if, if you have that on your portfolio, it's confusing because now it's not moment driven. So, you know, I think, um, you know, sometimes it feels really hard to take out an image that you maybe worked really hard to get, or that feels successful to you because that was something that you've been hoping to get. I mean, there's lots of reasons why we kind of hang on to photos that maybe need to not be on our portfolio, but they can also be, they're not, um, they're still on your galleries and often clients are going to want to see a full gallery and then they're going to look at your full gallery and know that, okay, yeah, you can do these formal portraits. You can give us direction if needed, but you, the messaging of I'm a moment driven photographer and I'm all about, you know, getting these natural interactions and emotions seems to be really clear. So that's, I think that's the biggest step is to really decide what message are you sending and really be strict about it on your website and your portfolio. And then your galleries can have a wider breadth of work because people are going to want to know that you can pose their family and put them in good light as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have a, like a specific question on branding and how that would come together? Well, I think, you know, when I work with clients, it's sort of, you know, you want your overall message to be cohesive and consistent. So I think if maybe someone listening who is in the middle of a transformation and sort of going from maybe, you know, more controlled to more moment driven, you might. I mean, for me, I would say you would just make the switch all at once. You know, it'd be one or the other, not both. Absolutely. So, yeah. So maybe you would wait till you have enough weddings where your new style is more 
prevalent and then you would you know retire the old images or you know just so you can start attracting the right people right away you know because they always say and i always say you know you attract what you show yeah on, yeah if it's on your website or your instagram or wherever pinterest and it's like your old style you're still going to attract your old style so you know i think maybe you guys would agree like you would want to sort of you know flush it all out and so you have one consistent presence all over the place Absolutely. And we always say, you know, shoot, like show what you want to shoot, you know, the same idea, like, and you'd be surprised, like, how you can go through your current work and pick out the moment driven images too. It's like you didn't want to wait. And some things you can do too is like, even if you have clients that want, you know, the, the more stylized look, you can still get these moment images, moment driven images within that and really focus on showing those, you know, mm -hmm. as you sort of transition. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely say like going through old work. Um, even sometimes I'm surprised I'll go through some, some, something even from like when I first got started and I have moments in there that I didn't realize either how important they were or how powerful they were. Um, and so just being able to, so maybe even do like a little updated edit and reshow those would uh, yeah. be really helpful if you're looking to transition. Yeah, and and, and I think it's so I think people get nervous like oh I'm going to re-edit this photo this client's going to get mad. It's like no 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 like yeah. you know they're not going to know and if they know you can send them a new edit like your style has evolved and I think that's sort of the beauty of being an artist like yes if you were the Absolutely. same artist yeah if you were the same artist you were when you started you wouldn't grow so exactly yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love giving tangible tips to our listeners and, you know, maybe you guys can share a couple of tangible tips that they can sort of maybe act to, you know, do today or, or think about and maybe how to be more in the moment when they're on yeah. their next wedding. I think my biggest tip um, would be to follow the moment. Like this is very much from a photography perspective when you are, photographing a wedding and you see a moment unfold to stick with it longer than you might normally um, just keep working it and while you're sticking with it change up your frame move a little wider maybe even move a little closer and then you're gonna when you're looking at your work you're gonna see what 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 is really working the best and often i find it's usually my last or second to last image that was much more powerful because you're kind of you're really getting the essence of that moment when you stick with it so that would be my biggest like photographic tip to you know if you're really wanting to do the moment in terms of photography and you feel like you want that to elevate then i would that would be my biggest tip is really stick with those moments longer than you think and not so much in an overshooting way you're very much thinking about each image you're capturing, but just to sit with it a little longer, watch it unfold and really work it. Yeah. And I would say like um, another part to consider is sometimes during the portraits, I think people feel like they really need to work a lot on setups and give couples a lot of prompts and things like that. And some couples can be really stiff, but even for the stiff ones, I think if you you know, if you're already sort of putting, like they're in a good location, they're in good light and you like the scene, I kind of think like give them a little bit of space, step back, maybe maybe wait a little bit longer um, to just like see their interaction unfold and um, 
you know, kind of encourage them to keep talking, keep chatting with each other. So you can still get beautiful portraits, but then you actually have much more genuine interaction. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a little nerve wracking, but I think just trust it a little bit and uh, see how it goes. Yeah, and, I know. that's awesome. And like just on that point with the, the portrait session, really making that more about the interaction, it's really helpful prior to the wedding. You're really educating them about that and really letting them know that rather than a photo shoot, I really want you guys to just take a minute, take it all in and really just be with each other during this moment. And they'll naturally then look at it rather than we're, oh, we're going to go get our picture taken that, oh, we're going to have a moment alone on our wedding day. And that can really shift the whole dynamic so that you're, you know, you're getting these interactions before you're even requesting them, you know? Yeah. I love that. I think what I, um, a trick I like to do um, to get them to relax or like not concentrate on me is like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to get my light. You guys like, just, you know, just talk to each other. Like just, yeah, Mm -hmm. do what you want. And then like, they just sort of forget about me for a few minutes. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's really sweet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I forget about the camera, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause then they talk about what they want for dinner or like, you know, oh, your shirt's crooked, you know, the tie is crooked or whatever. And it's just a funny, like she could be fixing the tie on her own and you're like, oh, that's really sweet. But I was going to say um, about, I just forgot what I was going to say. This is two, two times. (laughs) I had a good, I had a good note and I forgot it, but um, it'll, it'll come back to me as soon as we end the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But you guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. I feel so like inspired and I definitely think, oh, that's what I was going to say. I'll, I'll, I'll cut to this. Um, When you're sort of following the moment, when you said that, I, I, that really resonated with me. Um, just because when the couple gets married, like officially, and they say, I do, and they walk down the aisle, do the processional and they walk away from you. Like that's when the magic happens. You know, like I always feel like I just wait a little bit longer there because that's when they're married and like, they just let loose. And I love those moments. Yes. It's these, these in-between moments. So like moment right after the quote unquote big moment where you, where you really, uh, get a lot of these quieter moments that can be really beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for being here. This is such a great conversation and hopefully you've helped inspire our listeners to be a little bit more moment driven or embrace what they've already been chasing after. So thank you guys so much. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah. Let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, your course, and say hello online. Yeah, so Angie and I are the educators behind Revealing the Narrative for Weddings. So you can find us at revealingthenarrative.com. And there is links on there for a Facebook group that you're welcome to join. And we have an Instagram page, of course. So please follow us and and join us. And um, yeah, we'd we'd love to to dive into moment-driven photography with you. And is your course open now? Is it all the time or is it just an enrollment? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So we're, we're doing it in, in groups so that you can go through the course with a community that's, you know, going through the process with you. So we're finishing up a group now. Um, they'll be finishing up this month and then we're going to open it up for another group. So it's pretty exciting. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. So you guys can just swipe on up right now 
All the links are in the show notes and you can let Gina and Angie know that you listened to today's episode and let them know what you think. Thank you guys so much for being here. It was so amazing to get to chat with you and I, I hope to have you guys back. Thank you. It was great being here. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. Thank you. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and big thank you to our guests, Angie and Gina, for being here today. It was wonderful chatting with you ladies. Thank you so much for your incredible insight all about moment-driven photography. And it's definitely something I'm going to try and experiment with and see if I can incorporate it in my own work. If you guys want to find out more about their course and find out more about them, be sure to swipe up, click on, on the show notes, and let them know you listened to today's episode. Well, that's it, you guys. I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.